We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Back now with CBS Eye on Veterans. I'm Navy vet Eric Dane. Battlefield commissions are predicated on extraordinary performance of duties while serving in combat or under combat conditions. They're also extremely rare. One Marine serving in Vietnam was given a battlefield promotion that was even more rare than the usual. In fact, it was the first of its kind. Jim Capers was a recon Marine whose actions on the battlefield near Way City earned him a battlefield promotion that was the first ever given to an African-American Marine. Here's his story. In his own words, as told to Connecting Vets reporter Kayla Jackson. I'm uh, Major Jim Capers. Boot camp is scary. It was for me because until 1942, African Americans were not allowed to serve in the Marine Corps. So we got to 1942, and African Americans were allowed to join. Uh, Edgar Huff was one of the first Marines to join. Uh, the Marine Corps, as I said, in 1942. So I went to Paris Island in 1956, and it was a brutal, uh, eye-opening experience. It's very difficult, physically demanding, and it was tough psychologically because they break you down, and then they build you back up again. They make you rely on your buddy. There's no such thing as individualism. You know, you're a team. You eat, you sleep, you fight. If necessary, you die as a team. And that's what we were taught in boot camp. You eat together, you sleep together, you train together, and you become to respect each other. You depend on each other. You really, you get to love each other because your life depends on the proficiency of the guy next to you. There are a lot of missions I ran during the war in Vietnam. Uh, Mission of Mercy, we were trying to rescue uh, American prisoners, and we had a couple of Australians that were captured also. And our mission was to go to the POW camp and rescue those. Unfortunately, uh, when we got to the POW camp, uh, they had moved, they being the NVA, had moved the prisoners, and obviously a firefight, we had to kill the guards. And... Uh, the sadness is that they were gone, and I've always figured maybe had we moved a little quicker, if this or that, we may have had a good chance of bringing them home. I even had re rehearsed what I was going to say to the prisoners when I got there. I was going to say, my name is Lieutenant Jim Capers. I'll come and take you home. I never got to say those words, so it was a disappointment that we got so close. We were at the camp, but we didn't... Uh, we didn't get a chance to bring them home. But what I did when I was there, what we did, there will never be another POW camp because we burned it down to the ground and we killed everybody we could. 
because we were angry at the way they treated our POWs. They starved them, they brutalized them, and I have hoped so much that I can bring those guys home to their families. We knew they were there, and we got so close, and they had been moved. So for a moment or two, we felt like we failed, but we didn't fail because we got to do what we had come to do, but we just didn't pull it off to get those young guys home. Before we got out of there, uh, this was deep behind enemy lines, and a helicopter has come to pick us up, and unfortunately they couldn't land, so we had to go up with a, what we call a hoist, a rope, if you might understand that. We had to put the rope about, around us, and then we had to be pulled up into the bottom of the helicopter. We had 12 men. All 12 of us got away. I was the last man on the ground. And when I finally got to go up, I got hit halfway up, but I wasn't hurt that bad. I wasn't, you know, wasn't hospitalized. But it was frightening because when I was hit, I bled a lot, and it just seemed to me like I wasn't quite sure if I was going to make it. But luckily, we had a corpsman there who took good care of me. And when we got home, I was taken to the hospital, and uh, they decided not to send me to the hospital ship. They had a hospital ship called a repose. We sent guys that you know, we weren't going to send home, but we could medically take care of them in the zone. But I didn't have to go there. I was, I was patched up, and I went back in duty the next week. So moving forward a little bit to the fall of 1967, when we're talking about the national recruiting campaign with you being the face of, of the Marines on so many posters, do you want to tell me a little bit about how that came about? Yeah, Kayla. Uh, after I got out of the hospital, I was sent to a place called Marine Barracks Fort Meade. They took care of the National Security Agency in, in Fort Meade, Maryland, which was an Army base. And when I, I was on limited duty because I'd been banged up pretty bad uh, during my last mission in, in Vietnam. And uh, so I was uh, I spent a year in Bethesda Naval Hospital. And then uh, I was an officer. I got commissioned during the war in Vietnam. I mean, lost most officers during the war. And I was commissioned from Staff Sergeant to Second Lieutenant. Now, normally... Uh, to get a commission in the Marine Corps, you have to go to what we call uh, uh, basic school, which is about six months long. And then you have to go to a place called officer selection where they pick you to see whether you can go to basic school or not. And there you get your uniforms and all those things, and you come out a second lieutenant. Well, guess what? Jim Capers was denied uh, when I volunteered for that. Years, a couple of years earlier, I didn't get selected. I was told considered, but not, but not selected. So I didn't get to go to OCS, become an officer. Uh, but during the war, '66, I got a commission from staff sergeant to second lieutenant. The whole process took about five minutes. I got what we call a battlefield commission. So I didn't go to OCS or basic school. So I come back, went to the hospital, and I was sent to Fort Meade, Maryland. Uh, and while I was there recuperating, uh, the Secretary of the Navy wanted to know why we had so few African Americans as officers in the Marine Corps and the Navy also. So they started a, a campaign, and 
I was at Fort Meade, and my tank, my base uh, barracks commander, called me in one day and said that the Secretary of Navy wanted to talk to me. I had no idea what was going on because I didn't have the officer's training. Uh, and he told me I was going to be the face of the Marine Corps. So they hired the uh, company out of New York. I don't remember the name of them now, but uh, they took me out in the golf course, took a bunch of pictures, and I saw the first poster when I was serving in Europe. Uh, after I finished my tour in Marine Barracks Fort Meade, they sent me aboard the aircraft car USS Wasp, and we went to Europe for a year. And uh, they sent me a copy of the poster when I think I was in Denmark somewhere. That was the first time I saw it. And I was impressed, and of course they sent me a bunch of them, and everybody on the ship wanted a copy, and different places I went, they sent me enough that I could give out in Europe. It was a decent-looking poster, a lot of touch-up. I felt pretty good uh, about the way it turned out. But while I was taking the poster, you know, taking the pictures, you know, my legs had been broken and uh, still hurting from uh, the last battle. And I was standing there taking the, the pictures, and my legs began to weaken. And the, the trooper behind me leaned up and whispered to me. He says, okay, Lieutenant, you can do this. If you fall, I'll pick you up. Don't worry, you're not going to fall. I'm behind you. And he was the Marine behind me. And he died some years later of brain cancer, they say, from Agent Orange in Vietnam. But I remember the words, I'll hold you up. I'll hold you up. And the pictures were taken, and it came out pretty good. It's called Ask a Marine. And the picture of that young man standing behind me, he's a real hero. Not me, he's a real hero. A documentary on the career and life of Marine Corps legend Jim Capers is forthcoming. You can find out more about it at capersthedoc.com. Coming up, there's some good news and some not-so-good news regarding veteran unemployment. We'll find out about both from Syracuse University's Institute for Veterans and Military Families when CBS Eye on Veterans continues. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.